the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It's a Money Monday on 98.9 The Answer, and that means a conversation with our friend Josh Pick from Aptus Wealth Management. Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, located in Lewis Center, 614-917-1040. Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Saturday afternoons on The Answer and gives you a chance to get to understand money. We hear so many numbers reported every single day. There's some number that's supposed to be an indicator of the economy or where we're going, and certainly you need to know where you're going if you want to have a retirement nest egg that will fund life after you stop working. So, Josh, thanks for your time today. And let's start with the jobs report last week. 199,000 new jobs, which I think was about half of what the analysts expected. But I just kind of wonder, like, you know, they tell me the unemployment rate is at almost a historic low, but there are, uh, what, 3.6 million fewer jobs filled now than there were before the pandemic. So all these numbers to me seem to be a big mishmash of good news, bad news, depending on who's telling it to me. And I just don't know what to believe. Is there a number in that area we should pay attention to? Or what should we do with these kinds of numbers? Well, I think what everybody wants to do is they want to point to one number and say that this is the prime indicator of what's happening in the economy or where the stock market's going or, uh, you know, the overall virility of the economy and how well we're doing. But the reality is a lot of these numbers are manipulated, as you can imagine, whether it's inflation or it's jobs reports or it's uh, you know, earnings, uh, expectations, et cetera, all of these numbers can be manipulated individually. But as a whole, if you start blending a lot of things together, like unemployment, like the jobs report, like all these different things, they can give you an inclination as to what the direction of the economy is, or at least kind of point you in a direction of saying, if all these things are walking and quacking like a duck, it's probably a duck, right? Yeah, and I see like the one number that jumps out at me is, 1.2 million fewer restaurant jobs and that makes perfect sense because there's just no way that I don't know that it'll it'll be well, I mean I don't have any basis for guessing this but it feels to me like we're five years away 10 years away maybe never get back to where we were restaurant wise pre-pandemic well I think you're right and I think the other thing that these jobs reports don't tell you is is sure we have a, a very low unemployment rate but the jobs that people are getting, are they substantial enough to support a family? Just because you're employed doesn't necessarily mean you have a job that has an earnings level that's able to support a family in current inflationary uh, or current inflationary situation. So, you know, these are kind of just carte blanche. You know, people are either working or they're not working. It doesn't mean they're working in their field of choice. It doesn't mean that they're they're living the way that they want to live. It just means they have a job. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And Josh and his team at Aptus Wealth Management are prepared to have a free consultation with you. They offer that, and they also offer you the incentive of a $25 gift card to patronize a local restaurant for your time. You get smarter about retirement and understanding issues of the economy as it relates to managing your wealth in terms of a get-to-know-them and find out whether Aptus is the right way for you to proceed. I certainly would highly recommend them, and you get a taste of Josh's expertise in these matters every Monday here at 1230 on The Answer. So pandemic brought a lot of economic uncertainty to a lot of people, Josh, and I saw a number that 34% of people 
access their retirement accounts early, 34%. Now, the numbers don't make sense. 25% took a 401k early withdrawal or hardship withdrawal, and 25% borrowed. Some did both. That's why 25 and 25 adds up to 50, not 34%. But what do you think of that number? And in terms of you can make decisions now, and I get it, you do it out of need, but, boy, that can really have long-term consequences for you 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Yeah, I hadn't heard that number, but it's it's quite frankly not shocking to me. But, you know, think of that one in three people took a hardship withdrawal or some sort of early distribution from their 401k or borrowed. Um, now, part of that was because we got some reprieve with the pandemic that you were allowed to take a withdrawal from your 401k or qualified plan without penalty. Typically, there's a penalty before you're the age of 59 and a half. And then pay the tax liability back over that, uh, back for that over a number of years. So it's reasonable to assume that some of those, at least, were taken for maybe purposes other than "quote unquote" hardship for other investment opportunities or the purchase of a home as the as the housing market was obviously red hot. But I think what this does is it points to an overwhelming theme that I hear all the time, and that is, you know, there's two kind of regrets or two justifications that I hear for people that don't start early, don't plan, don't stress test their plan, don't plan for contingencies. And they usually go something like this. Um, On one hand of the coin, I'll have people that come in and say, man, I wish I would have started earlier because here I am, I'm in this spot. But on the flip side, when people are a little bit younger, they'll say, well, I don't need to save because you know, you never know when you're going to die. And uh, I'm just going to work until the day I die. And I'm going to enjoy every moment. I'm going to get every, I'm going to squeeze the, the, squeeze every ounce out of life. And while I can't, you know, say that, you know, you shouldn't squeeze every ounce out of life. What I do know is there's uh, statistics that no matter who you look at statistically, uh, USA Today, 60% is the number, Montley Fool, 48%. Um, and then you look at Money Magazine, 56%. And these are all the percentages of people who were employed at the age of 50 and had to be forced into retirement or were forced into retirement prior to when they thought they were going to. So let's assume that you're 50 years old, you have a job, and you say, I'm just going to work forever. I'm going to wait and collect Social Security when I'm 70, and that'll provide more cash flow. Or whatever the justification is, the moral of the story is about half the people that are saying that right now won't have the choice, whether that's a family member they need to take care of or their job is displaced or you know, the pandemic obviously shined a, a brighter light on some of these issues. But the point is, don't wait, develop a plan and start acting upon that plan today, or it might be too late. Time's your greatest asset. No doubt about it. And these kinds of tried and true principles are what they teach you at Aptus Wealth Management, located in Lewis Center, 614-917-1040. Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com is the website. Get a $25 gift card for your free consultation. It takes you some time, but they want to get to know you. They want you to get to know them. And I think if you do, you'll understand why Josh and the Aptus Wealth team are the right team to go with in managing your wealth. You know, when I was looking at that same story about early 401k withdrawals, uh, it was very plain. Someone who puts $500 away in retirement every month when they get out of college, expecting an 8% annual return from the stock market, which is usually below projections, will have $1.5 million when they retire. But the person who took, the, let's say they took $10,000 out and never repaid it, they intended to, but they never did, that could reduce their nest egg in retirement by $100,000 or more, depending upon how early they took it out. So I understand immediate need, 
And I'm sure people have to balance their immediate needs, Josh, but there is a long-term consequence to attending to immediate needs from a fund that you're hoping will be there when you decide to stop working. Yeah, I think we've all heard that adage that, you know, compound interest is is the great, is the most powerful thing. I think, uh, you know, Ben Franklin said it, I could be wrong there, but uh, the concept of compound interest is essentially at that 8% rate of return, every nine years, you're doubling your money. So if you're 25 years old and you take out $10,000 today and you go, oh, it's 10,000, I'll make it up. It's not 10,000, it's 10,000 times the time value of money, which over 40 years, 10,000 goes to 20, 40 uh, you know, 80, 160, you're, you're taking out a large, a much larger chunk than you're aware of. And you can never get that time back. So you have two choices, either live worse or save multiples of what you originally had to catch back up, which if you're in a, a predicament where you need the money, uh, the point here, I guess, is try and buckle down as much as you can. I know that we have to uh, obviously take care of our immediate needs and and worry about the future later, but don't so easily just say, well, I have a pot of money. I'm going to take it. I'm going to use it because it's a bigger problem than you probably think. Now, I'm curious, the conversations that you have with people at Aptus Wealth Management, how, what's the age demographic? Like, do young people understand this and come in? Maybe if mom and dad steer them in because I get it. You may not be able to put away $500 a month when you first get out of college, uh, but you can put away something, uh, forego, you know, one Starbucks a week. That'll give you 25 bucks at the end of a month to put away. And it's better to start with something than to start with nothing and think you'll get to it eventually because marriage comes, kids come, buying a car comes, buying a house comes. And it's one of those things in life where you think, you know, there'll always be time, but then all of a sudden, whoops, where did the time go? So do you talk to a lot of young people at Aptus or do people tend to come to you and say, ah, save me. I didn't start early enough. Uh, I would say it's more the latter, quite frankly. Um, that's not to say that we don't have quite a few young people. Obviously, they're doing what they should be doing, and, and some of them are very aggressive savers, quite frankly. I mean, I have people uh, in their 30s who are saving you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a year, which obviously means that they're pretty successful people and they have the money to save. But uh, I, I give them kudos for the, uh, you know, the forecast of the future-looking perspective to say, I know I need to be saving money now, and I don't need uh, that you know, super expensive car, whatever it might be. But for the most part, Bruce, I, I see people that are 50, 55 years old, 60 years old. They're, they're getting close. They're, they're on that 10 yard line heading towards the one very quickly. And now quite frankly, many of them are scrambling, trying to figure it out. Oftentimes they figure out that they're in great shape and that's great, but oftentimes they figure out they got some work to do and they always say the same thing. Why didn't I just come in 10 years earlier? Um, so my, I employ, implore everybody to try and come in 10 years earlier. Well, today can be that day, 10 years earlier. Start now. Get a hold of Josh and his team, 614-917-1040, aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S. Located in Lewis Center, the consultation is free. You get a $25 gift card to patronize a local business. Listen for more of Josh's insights Saturday, 4 p.m., Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show here on The Answer. And we talk to Josh every Monday here at 1230 p.m., on Money Monday. Josh, thanks for your time today. Appreciate it very much. Bruce, always a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you for your patience today. There are always some glitches when we do a remote show. I'm working from home today. Hope to be back in studio tomorrow. We'll go through a couple of headlines here before we hand the baton to Dennis Prager. He'll take you till 3 o'clock today. And then Seb Gorka from 3 to 5, followed by Charlie Kirk. That's our daily lineup here on The Answer. Starts with Hugh Hewitt. In the morning, then Mike Gallagher, then the Bruce Hooley Show from 11 to 1. The Columbus Teachers Union 
more than 2,600 members, have signed a letter to the district uh, requesting two weeks of remote learning. Uh, The letter says, This pause will help minimize the spread of COVID-19 Omicron surge and can be used to allow administrators the time to secure and distribute proper masks, deep clean our buildings, and potentially make repairs to the HVAC systems that are not working. Um, The last part of that is what this is all about, not working. Uh, These teachers do not want to work. They were spoiled. And trust me, it is a little bit intoxicating, alluring to take a day off work. Oh, hard to get back into the routine. Nobody likes to get sick. There is not, nor has there ever been, widespread data that COVID spreads more rapidly in school environments. In fact, there's a lot of data that it spreads less rapidly in school environments. So these teachers are under contract to work. Even the wokest of the woke, or at least most of them, have come around to the fact that remote learning is vastly inferior and, in fact, may not be learning at all. And so, just like I have said and did say and will continue to say to the teachers in Chicago, get your butts back in a classroom and teach kids as you're under contract to do, I say the same thing to Columbus teachers. Get back in the classroom and do the job you're contractually obligated to do. So we'll see what the, uh, what the district does with this uh, blatant attempt to shirk duties that they're contractually obligated to perform. Top of the show today, we talked about the inflationary numbers from December of 2021. Prices have risen 7% over what they were in December of 2020. That is the highest per month, month over month, year over year increase in consumer price index since 1982. 1982. So let's let's do a little survey here. Things that are more prevalent under Joe Biden uh, than they were under Donald Trump. Consumer prices, obviously. Uh, Border crossings, obviously. COVID hospitalizations and positive tests. Obviously, COVID deaths, obviously, crime in major cities, yes. (laughs) Uh, Am I leaving anything out? Uh, Internationally, Afghanistan withdrawal was, by many measures, the worst display of uh, American ineptitude on the foreign stage ever. Joe Biden is... Uh, like, what do they say? Like when when you when you have the magic touch, everything you touch uh, turns out better. Joe Biden, everything he touches turns out worse. Everything. Is there any single thing that a Democrat could plausibly? Because I have to say plausibly, because you know they would contend that everything's better. The border's better. Gas prices are high, but. Hey, we're finally making a dent in climate change. No, plausibly. Plausibly could argue is better under Joe Biden than it was under Donald Trump. I would even argue that he's a bigger liar than Trump. And Trump stretched the truth a lot. Biden is a bigger liar. He keeps telling lie after lie after lie. How many times is he going to repeat 
the very fine people lie. He keeps repeating the lie that people were denied the right to vote in an election where he also trumpets the fact that he received more votes than any presidential candidate in history. How could there be a voting suppression problem in an election where we had record turnout? <laughs> Those two things seem incongruous to me. It would be a powerful case you could make if you could make it. If you could summon even one person who said, you know, I went to vote and they denied me the right to vote. I could not vote. Here's my story. No, but we don't have that story because that story does not exist. Yet Joe Biden continues to push the phony baloney narrative that voting rights in the United States are being compromised by Republican policies, which is just not true. So I don't know how you possibly sell anything he's done as an improvement. Oh, I know he trumps his job numbers. We still have not recovered 3.6 million jobs that we had pre-pandemic. Unemployment, historic lows. Yeah, that's because you stay on the unemployment rolls for two years, and after you're on the unemployment rolls for two years, you drop off the roll. We don't count you anymore. It's not because you're not, it's not because you're working, because you don't count on the list of people who are not working. So I don't know what they would possibly argue. And this is the problem he's going to have is the midterms approach. And as the presidential reelection campaign approaches, he says he's going to run for reelection. Did you see this from the wacko at the New York Times, Tom Friedman? Tom Friedman is proposing that Joe Biden's running mate, for the 2024 election will not be Kamala Harris. It'll be Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney. Like, I don't I don't think I don't think what the Democratic Party is craving is a Cheney as vice president again. I don't think so. Uh, the other tickets that he proposed. Kamala Harris and Mitt Romney. Kamala Harris and Mitt Romney. Man. You said some bad things about Mitt Romney over the years, Tom Friedman. But to make Mitt Romney run his second fiddle to Kamala Harris? And then the other dream team, (laughs) Stacey Abrams and Liz Cheney. Stacey Abrams, failed governor of Georgia. Well, excuse me, I, I misstated that. She had to actually be the governor of Georgia because before she could be the failed governor of Georgia. She was the loser in the Georgia governor's race. She's never been elected to anything statewide. And she's going to run for president with Liz Cheney as her vice president. And then my favorite scenario, my all-time favorite scenario. Oh, please, please make this come true. Tom Friedman hints that, yes, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, 73 years old, tan, rested, and ready for 2024. Hillary Clinton is contemplating, given the utter ineptitude and failure of the Biden administration so far, as being the person who's going to sweep back into prominence and unite the Democratic Party. She tried it in uh, 2012, 20, no, 2012, no, 2008, 2008, 2016. And she's back for more in 2024. I'll be back for more tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Bruce Willis Show.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.